Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to... The Redmen TV. It is the Champions League final build-up show. My, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> it does not get any bigger than this. Stay here with Ross and with Sam straight off the bat. If you're wondering where Paul and Chris are, they are en route to Paris. They left this morning. They packed up Chris's car and off they went, Tom and Charlie in tow as well. So keep an eye out on the YouTube channel throughout the next couple of days. They'll be doing updates from the road again on the social social channels, on our Insta, on our Facebook and on Twitter. Keep up to date with Paul and Chris and Tom and Charlie on the journey down to France. But luckily, I've got two able replacements, two other icons of the Red Men TV, <laughs> him, Ross and Sam. And Sam, let's just get straight to it. Mo Salah has called this game against Real Madrid revenge. Yeah. Jürgen Klopp has downplayed that. Mm. I think Jordan in this press conference laughed it off a little bit as well. Is it revenge time for you? Do you feel that personally? Or is it just, it's the Champions League final? It, it, it is what it is anyway. Before I answer that question, I've just got to congratulate you on that amazing little bit of work you did there. You said um, the Champions League it. final. My, oh my. Camilla Cabello. My, oh my. It's a tune. That. Don't be a... Like, don't that was amazing, Steve. Didn't even uh, know he did it as well. Have <laughs> you yeah, got copyright strikes? I have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. Well, she's doing this. So singing a different... She is. That was amazing. Good work, mate. <laughs> um, Accidental. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> revenge. Um, ooh, do you know what? I can completely see why it's for, it is for Salah. It has to be. And if that motivates him, then it motivates me. But yeah. in terms of the team, I think we're just on our own path now to, to like destiny, to greatness, to eliteness, um, to that top bracket of, of teams that just gets remembered for a lifetime. So two, two Champions Leagues with this squad, a treble would be amazing. So I think it's it's gone bigger than revenge for me personally. Um, and they haven't got half the players that caused us that pain and we've missed a few as well. So for me, it's gone a little bit past that. I can see why Jürgen would play it down, but for Mo, if that's what gets you going, Mo, mate, we're all on board. Yeah, I, I think I'm all right with it. And I, I, to Sam's point, I agree with Mo. Obviously, he's got his own reasons. and Not only did it ruin the final for him, it ruined his World Cup because yep. he basically went to the World Cup with, with one arm. Um, but I think maybe just keep it to yourself. I think that's why Jordan and Jürgen have, have tried to downplay it. You don't, you don't, want, you don't want the narrative to be, we're just here for revenge. We're here, we're here to, for a Champions League final. We're here to a game of football. And again, you know, hopefully we do, but if we didn't win it, and you've, you've been calling it and building up as a revenge, and then you lose, you then got further egg on your face to, yeah. to, to, to do so. I'm okay with him calling it because, it, if it, again, it's, it, it's individual. There's, a, there's 16, what was it? 
16 lads who are going to get beyond the pitch for Liverpool more than likely in this final. And 16 of them have got different journeys and different paths to that final. And Freebu Canate, he's at home in Paris and you've got like 100 different stories, whatever. Mo's journey involves Real Madrid. The, the, the Mo Salah story cannot be told without him getting his arm done in 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 Kiev against Madrid so I'm all for it it was kind of interesting though Sam that Jürgen and Hendo did downplay it a bit Jürgen said you know don't really believe in revenge I'm not that type of person Hendo was like yeah we've had a little bit of a laugh you've almost take the piss out of Mo it feels nice that even in like the biggest moments like they're all still having a bit of a josh with each other but they're not saying to Mo you're wrong you can't think that they're just saying no actually we're not like that but each to their own and you know the experience of that final in Kiev for our squad was different because we were we were doing well and then Mo gets injured yeah. and that's when the Titans. But even still, even though Real Madrid dominated the game and even though um, Salah went off, Carrier still basically threw the game away. Yeah. If we're being completely open and frank about it, so I can see why. Like it, it, when Henderson and those players experience that, it's hard to get revenge when actually the guy's still in the squad who cost us that game. Do you know what I mean? He might he probably would still be travelling over with them and being part of it all the preparation. So it, it, I suppose it's different experiences for different players. So even if, so, I, I actually don't believe Henderson wants wants necessarily revenge either. I believe what he's saying is he's probably just looking forward. Yeah. But I, I, we keep coming back to it. Yeah. Mo Salah's got a different agenda here, and so he should. You know, he, he he should, and 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 it will make a, a a better game of him for it because he'll want he'll want to prove something. He'll want to give that extra five percent. Mo with yeah. a chip on his shoulder. There's, there's loads of reasons for, for determination. Like most most got that. The whole squad have got that from last time they played Real Madrid and lost. I think there's also, as Jordan said yesterday in the in the presser, the Champions League final. You don't need much more than yeah. that. But yeah. also the good thing of. If you're going to take a positive out missing the league about one point is well we've missed out on that one let's go and fucking win this one absolutely we'll we'll talk more about Liverpool and their team selections and any issues around that later on but first I want to speak about the opponents I'll stick with you then Ross Real Madrid like the comeback kings almost this season and this is where you can look at things two ways so obviously the down two and I'm going to get to PSG come back and beat them in the last sixteen the three nil up against Chelsea and all of a sudden the four three down pretty much and again have to come back. Um, it need the 80th minute goal and an extra time goal, isn't it, from Benjamin again? The, the chaos of the semis against Man, Man City, where they're a minute from being out, and all of a sudden they're, they're, they're ahead in extra time. There's either a confidence from a Liverpool point of view, it depends on where you look at this. They've been got at, and teams have got at them, and they've taken they've needed two games to come back from it. Yeah. Or the flip side is they are this team of destiny who just finds a way and find no matter what, will where there's a will, there's a way, we'll sort it out. Which of those camps do you feel in looking at Real Madrid? Both, because I know full well if that was Liverpool and we were making all these comebacks, I'd be like, it's our destiny. Like The name's on the trophy. Yeah, the name's on the trophy. Like, you know, we've, we've done this too many times. 2005, I said, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, I was watching the overlap this morning and, and Carragher was saying, like, you know, Man City, that game should have been done in the first half. There's only so many times you can ride your luck or, you know, do it inside 90 minutes. Like you said, they need that second game to get going. But also, I think the experience of some of their squad carries so much weight and that's why when they got to the second leg against Man City... I was saying to people in here and friends and stuff like, don't write around it off. I know they were poor in that, in that first half, particularly in the first leg against Man City. But there's always that, you know, European history. And we say it, it you know, it, it carries weight. Carragher, so somebody, calls it, uh, Carragher called it Real Madridness on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> and it's yeah, but, it. that, but that's, and we say it's a thing for us. And, it, and it, so it should be for Real Madrid. They, they won 13 up to, for Christ's sake, and they know what they're doing. Benzema's been in, in terrific form the past, I don't know. 
six, seven, eight months, mm. maybe. He's, you know, he's been phenomenal. So he, he's dragged them up. They have injection of youth, which he can bring on. And Camavinga's been excellent when he's when he's gone on substitute and changed games. That's why Ancelotti's still a top manager. That's why he left Everton because he's like, I'm not working with crap. Yep. He goes there, and, and he himself has got the experience knowing what to do. Absolutely right. Again, looking at let's let's do the positive. If you're looking at it from a Liverpool lens, then Sam. Big te- good teams have managed to score a lot of goals past them. Mm. PSG, like I say, get what well, it's the two against them there. Chelsea get loads of goals against them as well. Um, obviously, City plenty. They should have scored more in that first leg and in the second leg. You know, if Jack Grealish scores one of those two at the end, it's a different conversation. Yeah. We're, here, we're going to a Champions League final to play Manchester City here, not Real Madrid. So. In, let's look at that point to be first. They are there to be got at. There's goals to be scored against them. And Liverpool, you know, were pretty good at scoring goals. So that's that's the if you're looking at it again, that's a really positive potentially going into it. Yeah, and finals are different games of football than anything else, aren't they? So when you play in a final, it's, it's quite it's quite pressured, intense. Those players who are brave are generally the ones who who sort of shine in those games, aren't they? So I remember you that those players, fair enough. But I look at their team and I keep seeing how experienced they are. Some of them are very experienced, Benzema, Modric, and Cruz are. But when I look around the squad, Casemiro. Yeah, yeah. If you, I, yeah, I was thinking in my mind, and Camavinga will play. But what am I thinking? So there's four players there who have got serious. When I look at the rest of the squad, like you know, Carvajal, I don't know if, where when he when he was a starter for them. Valverde, Vinicius, you know, the, the other three at the back. They weren't playing in that last final. So they have got as many newbies to the team as they've got experienced players. Yeah. They're going to be going into a final in the experience for against a rampant Liverpool team. It's a different Liverpool team than last time. Our whole 11, I imagine, will have been in the Champions League final, bar maybe Diaz, and that's if Diaz starts. We don't know that yet. Um, I, I assume he will. He will. Yeah, I assume he would. But so 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 it, it kind of evens itself out in terms of the experience on that big occasion. You know, with the two cup finals we've had this year, I, I'm very confident that that's not going to be what wins or loses the game. And the moments thing, I think it's as much down to game management as it is as it is as it is amazing luck or whatever. I mean, if you look at the goals conceded from, especially from Paris, I mean, come out shocking the way they managed that game, and we can just learn from that. Yeah, and and I think Klopp said it, didn't he? he said, well. They're two minute. They've played two minute games three times or something like that. We just need to make sure in the other eighty eight minutes we're better. Yeah, you're right. Like it's like you are right, Ref. And so Courtois wasn't it? obviously it was Navas mainly. Carvajal plays an eighteen. But like you're looking at it's Nacho Militao. It's going to be Mendy at left back. They haven't got it. The two like we we'll see who, who plays either side of Benzema. Whether it's Vinicius, Rodrigo. Well, Vinicius will play. Yeah, Rodrigo or Valverde. Yeah, so there's. It's a bit of a mix, and it's kind of the same as Liverpool, really. In that in that sense, Ross, we've got lads who have been there, done it before, but also again, whoever plays centre back next to Virgil, well, Matip, Matip has, but if it's he, if it's Ibu, he yeah. never. So there's, you know, it, Thiago's got listen, he's he's won everything, but not actually at Liverpool Football Club. Naby Keita injured during that time as well. Um, like you referenced, Lewis Diaz. It does feel both sides are in this mix where we have got lads who have been here and done it. Granted, Real Madrid more so in terms of how often, like Danny Carvel, I think he's got like four medals, and Benzema's got four. And they've, all, they've all got them, but like you say, in terms of like experience and youth, it's kind of a good match for both teams. There's not a real a real advantage because they're both a team full of winners with exciting youngsters as well. Yeah, and that's where it comes down to motivation and man management from the from the managers to get these plays in the right frame of mind before the game goes on. I know those people like Mo Salah we were talking about before. And these people have got individual stories. We'll be having words with all these young players about what they should and what they shouldn't do. And that's why I think, like, I don't know whether everyone should do this, but I like it when we're in the earlier rounds of these stages for big games. I'll tell you what, like last season, Harvey or whoever start season, you come with us. Mm-hmm. Reese Williams could come with us. Like, you're nurturing all these young players to get used to the kind of big environment yeah. in your European stage. And I know it's not a final, but it's not going like 
just come with us lads to this final and you know there might be a chance that you might you might play you need some minutes it's not as daunting for these players and maybe that was helped last season on the European stage but there's no I know there's no fans there but like people like I know Reece Williams won't play in this but for example like he's been there like he's been around for like the, the San Siro and whatever else we played Real Madrid not last season the season before like the players off the park in that, in that second second half in um, the COVID season was last year. Was last year? Yeah, yeah. was last year. Because that long ago, yeah, in their training ground, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but again, you know, you talk about the experience of two players. I don't think that their team is a far cry from what that was, and it completely dominated us. I know we had like loads of injuries at that point, and we were missing missing a few players. Cater goes off at half time, whatever. And Wasn't it Kabak and Phillips? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but the Anfield game, we were the better side. Yeah, in in a slight well, but they they had the advantage of the goal. Yeah, let's let's look at the other way. Do you believe in this? Like your names on the trophy stuff? No. Yeah. Okay, you but I don't believe. <laughs> but but what I don't believe is Real Madrid are that kind of team that their names. Are, they've got Karim Benzema. They've got Luka Modric, who are two of the most talented footballers in in Europe. You know, unbelievable. One's a Ballon d'Or winner in the Messi Ronaldo era. One's won everything you can possibly win, and you know he makes France better than when they won the World Cup. Like the, they're not. When Liverpool won it, we were the plucky underdogs. When when Porto won it, they were the plucky underdogs. There's not been many more of them. Potentially, maybe Chelsea last year. You could argue, but. Covid and all that stuff trying to write that off. Real Madrid are not plucky underdogs. <laughs> Real Madrid. The Real Madrid, yeah. and they spend a lot of money. You've got Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. Mm-hmm. You might as well be Gareth Bale. <laughs> Gareth Bale playing golf on five hundred grand a week. I mean, yeah. come on. Hazard you know, as well. Hazard, yeah. What's he? He's probably injured just caddying him, yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's injured at the moment. Right then, let's look at the threat of Madrid. Then before we start focus on the pool, the front three. St- and what's interesting against Real Betis last weekend, if you think that um, Carlo was maybe getting his team ready, it's interesting that he goes Benzema, Vinicius and Rodrigo. He starts Rodrigo. Um, he obviously plays Valverde there and then brings Rodrigo on to have the impact. Um, that's as good a front three as you're going to get on Will Footy, really, at the moment. But we know Benzema. We've just, we don't have to go on too much about Karen Benzema. He's the Ballon d'Or odds-on favourite for a reason. Yeah. He scored tons of goals this season. What a footballer he is. Leading Real Madrid, captain, all that. He's, he's unbelievable. Vinicius, we saw him first and in them games last season, he was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, we've seen, and City got felt the Vinicius impact a bit at times mm-hmm. as well. And, of course, Rodrigo, the new hop, you know, the new, what was you call it? The upstar kid who's yeah. just coming on like a house on fire recently. Like, that, that's a big threat to Liverpool. Liverpool's defensive record is very good, Ross, with those three starting there. Like, they, that's a huge threat for Liverpool that you have to be wary yeah. of. And I think as soon as the, if we got through to the final, all the talk, particularly from Liverpool fans and maybe opposition fans as well, was Trent and Vinicius. Yeah. That's where the big, the big big chat was and like, oh, he's going to own Trent and whatever, and the old Trent can't defend thing. But I think Liverpool need to look at the Man City example of when he played and obviously when we played them um, last last season of how to counter that. And obviously in that game that we played, I don't think we have Fabinho at that point, but mm-hmm. it's Fabinho, Jordan Henson, who you know I think might start this game. It's their role to fill in. You know, we're sick and tired of having this argument of Trent can't defend or Trent's out of position. He gets he gets told to be to play right the wing. Flip side for, is that on that, you, that this and this is an interesting situation, Ross. Do you change your game plan? Or do you go, you know what, we're Liverpool and we win because we do yeah, this. I, and you put your best foot forward and say, if that means that Vinicius might be able to get away sometimes, it's someone else to cover it. Or do you say to Trent, you, and we did this against um, Anthony Gordon in the derby. Jürgen even said, we told Trent just to drop five yards. Yeah. So we've done it to Anthony Gordon. I mean, like Vinicius deserves that respect. Well, that'd be interesting for what's a tactic. But I don't think you have to do it for the whole game. I think you pick your moments okay. and you use your yeah. communication in the team and go like, "Listen, mm-hmm. Fabinho, Hendo, I'm just going to go up for, for five minutes. Just go make sure you cover me when he's there." It's about in-game management for this, and I think at times 
you can, you can say we lack that or Jürgen Klopp's just told him to do differently but I think this thing you know opposition fans of Trent's always opposition he gets told to be as far and wide as he can or even this time of the season inside Mo Salah so he can help Mo Salah play his game and take, mm. a, take a play away from him that's what we have to do and Vinicius will have to worry about Trent and Salah yeah. both, both going the other way at the same time as well so you know it's been a really interesting on uh, the other side battle. Sam the Rodrigo versus Robertson's an interesting one because teams don't really target Liverpool's left mm. there's obvious reasons there's a, the best defender in the world plays on that side and of course, Andy Robertson's more than mm. good enough a defender as well. But Real Madrid, I think they will target the right, our, their left, our right, because why wouldn't you? That's, everyone does it. Trying to, it's an over-trend to stay away from Virgil. Mm. But Rodrigo's had a superstar impact for that team. He's the, he's, he's the reason now that we're playing them pretty much in this final, or one of them. It's Again, it'll be interesting to see how he, he's going to be a young kid with no fear. Like He won't fear Virgil van Dijk. He'll, just, he'll be like, bring it on. Yeah. Again, I'd still back Virgil in any battle in anyone, but like they're not gonna they're not gonna shy away from using that side like other other teams have done. Yeah, I think I think as well when you look at the, the pace difference between the two, Rod- Rodrigo's quick, but he's not rapid. Vinicius is that in that just below Mbappe rapid he is sort of fast. He's very quick. Do you know what I mean? He's like it's like it's the same as like with like with Diaz, he's very fast. Like once he's gone, you're struggling. So I actually think that what our, what our team will do is where's Man City by a high line, don't they? But they play the high line and they play on the turn. So what that means is is that when the ball gets played, they're all on the turn to get back, which was why they recover quite well, to be fair, especially with Walker. We don't. We play on. We play a high line and we step through. So I don't think Vinicius and Rodrigo have played against a high line like ours before. So it might be, as Ross said, it might be about adapting the game plan to deal with both of those sides at different stages of the game. So it might be push really high, let them get offside loads of times, right up the pitch, try and squeeze a couple of goals, and then we can sit back and almost give them that. So I, I'm not worried. To be honest, I'm not worried. There's, there's wingers just as quick as Vinicius in the Premier League, and we played them in the Champions League. It, we, you know, what, what it's, they're going to get through at times. So I'm not concerned too much. Rodri, Rodrigo, sorry, very good young talented player, but I, I, I don't think he'll play anyway. You think he'll play Valverde? I think Valverde because they've got to be pragmatic. They, they can't they can't play two young wingers who are just going to let Trent and Robbo run wild because yeah. we'll just get overloaded. Yeah, fair enough. And then obviously Benzema talks about himself. Right, we're going to um, talk about more about Real Madrid and their midfield after break as well as how Liverpool could line up. Before we do that, first of all, we've had a super chat from Le Chill, twenty pound. Thank you very much, my pal. Awesome. Says I want to say to all the team at Redmen a big thank you for all your content and hard work this season. You keep us believing with your upbeat positivity, positivity about the culture of Liverpool. Get yourselves a few beers on me. Thank you very much, my mate. That's absolutely awesome. great to see. And yes, we will. We, me, and Ross, <laughs> we, me and Ross will spend that 20. We're doing the watch along this weekend, so we'll bring a beer or two yeah. along with us. Right then, we are going to take a quick break. Before we do so, I've got a trivia question for you guys and everyone at home as well. So if you're in the Discord chat, one of our club legends, or you're watching live on YouTube, use the live chat. It's a two-parter. There are two answers to this question. Mm. Who was the last player signed from Real Madrid? Sorry, who was the last player Liverpool signed directly from Real Madrid on a permanent deal? And part two, who was the last player we sold to Real Madrid on a permanent deal? I'll give you a clue. There are no loans. It is not Nuri Sahin. These are permanent (laughs) deals. Last player we signed directly from Madrid and the last player Madrid signed directly from us. We'll be back after this quick break with the answer to that question. One role that man I want to talk about in that Madrid team, Jamie's um, Camavinga, like 19 years old, he looks like he's got absolutely everything that he's won. You know, again, they're bringing him into the big games to make to make changes. 
he's one to watch out for. I think everyone kind of knows this at this point, but he's a yeah, he's a star in the making. He is, and, and we uh, watched him. I was alongside Thierry Henry, and he's like, he doesn't even get in the French squad. That's what he said to me. It just shows how strong they are. Whether he's just you know on the bench at the moment or trying to get into it. But I mean, I'm I'm almost glad that he's not starting. I don't think he'll start. I think it's almost he'll make that change in the bench uh, and Chalotti. And I'm happier about that. I, I must say. It's just really interesting when we talk about that, how great that midfield is. That midfield wasn't on the pitch at the end of the game. Yeah. When they, 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 they lost, uh, when they won to uh, beat Man City. And you sort of you, you think, how could that possibly be? But it just shows you that those players, certainly Cruz and Modric, might struggle to last 90 mm. minutes or 120 minutes. Maybe a little bit like the situation we have with Jordan Henderson right now, yeah. where Jordan actually looks like he's a... 70 minute player or he comes on for the 20 minutes it's either one or the other and maybe they're in that boat at the moment with their two players have been there for so long and done so well but what happens from the bench I think will decide the game because of five subs and how many times has Jürgen won the game for us this season in Europe from the bench and that's why I just I'm convinced if we can get everyone fit and available I think we've got enough on the pitch and enough on the bench to make the difference to beat Real Madrid. I think I think I think we're a better team and I think we're a better squad. It's just whether they have that mad moment that they've had all the way through the tournament and they've got that Real Madridness about them again, or where something happens because they are Real Madrid. What? Yeah, so there you have it. Do go and check out the full Red Men podcast special with Cara on Redman Plus right now. It's streaming now both in video and in podcast form as well. Head on over to redmenplus.com, sign up, and you can listen to the whole show, including Chris lying to Jamie Carragher's face. Just looks him dead in the eye and tells him a complete lie. Just right to his face. If, if you Check out the LFC draft for more on that as well. Right then, before the break, I asked you who was the last player we signed directly from Real Madrid and who was the last player we sold directly to them. Was well, um, sold, we think, are below her. That is wrong. Is it? Yes. It by five days. Oh, Alonso. Alonso. Oh, uh, so, uh, according, this is called the LFC history. We sold Arbeloa on the 30th of July 2019, but we sold Alonso on the 5th of August 29, right. rather, 2009. So, Alonso was the last person we, we sold to them. What about buying from them? I remember, right, that I was in Ibiza when I was obviously in my DJ days, and we had a big night the night before one of our events. I was at Oh, absolutely ruined. And Mark, who was my manager at the time, ran in and was like, he's a big Liverpool fan, we've sold Alonso, we've sold Alonso. <laughs> and one of his mates was with us, he'd flew over and he was like, it's all right, Rafa's got this. And I just remember all morning, Rafa's got this, aqua fucking man, <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Can't remember his name, I'd kill him on, on National <laughs> Joe, who we, we bought from them last? I do, I think. Go on. Go on. Morientes? Yeah, yes. Nice. Is that who you had to say? Fernando Morientes in January 2005. Wow. Yeah, so a long time since we bought someone from yeah. them and a long time since we sold anyone. Let's keep it that way as well. Mohamed Salem, Sadio Mane, <laughs> etc. Um, a few people in the live. Charles, let's see who got that, if any of you got it right. George got the Alonso one, as did Samantha, as 
Well, I'm Paul. Paul said Nunes, though. Nunes, no, that was a little bit before. Nunes, that, that was, was the summer. That was the summer. It was lit. Well, it was the oh, summer. Yeah. yeah, the summer before uh, the Champions League run, of course. We swapped my cologne for Nunes. Ryan, yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> Ryan got Morientes, but he, he too went for Arbeloa as well. So, yeah, thanks to all you guys for getting involved. But, yeah, Fernando Morientes and Xabi Alonso were the answers. Two icons of Spanish football, one icon of Liverpool Football Club. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, leave, it. Let's just leave it at that. Right then, um, let's talk. Injuries. In fact, I was, we, let's talk injury before we move on to like the, the midfield battle because it kind of ties in. Divox out. Fanzai, which is a big shame. Is he injured? He's out yeah, injured. yeah. He was he's actually he's injured. He's injured, yeah, he's injured yeah. on the not a Lana deal. Sunday. No, he's out injured. Yeah. Yeah. Fab and Gomez trained yesterday. Looks like they're going to be fine. The interesting ones: Thiago Alcantara. Thomas, that would do. Yeah. Jürgen said it's surprisingly good news. He's done a little bit of light training yesterday. He's expected that time recording to train today. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a massive, massive pivotal moment. I think if he's fit or not, would you tend to agree? Because you, you, we know it's going to be Casemiro or or Camavinga, but likely Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric. Mm. It's going to be Fabinho. It's going to be Henderson. It's whether it's Thiago or maybe Naby or Milner is that third one. But it's a big old deal if it's Thiago because he's been wonderful again this season. The, the thing is, whoever you start out of the four you mentioned, maybe take Milner out, and you've got one more in reserve to freshen up. You've got a serious quartet of midfield. I'd be shocked. There. By the way, if Milner doesn't come out at some point as well. Possib- yeah, it, 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 possibly. But what I mean is, imagine it's 60 minutes nil-nil and you're bringing on Thiago. Fantastic substitution. It's a little bit different if you've got to bring Milner on. Not, not yeah, against yeah. Milner. It's just in terms of where he's at in his career and his quality and creativity. If you look at the compare the two midfield, you can almost go like for like with probably Cruz and Henderson these days. They're not much between them. Cruz is a very, a very good player, but so is Henderson. Uh, Casemiro and Fabinho again, loads of experience in there. But Thiago matches up to Modric. Is the only thing we've got anything like him, isn't it? Like it's so close, yeah. And, uh, if he's not fit, is it Naby? If 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 yeah. if they, if they, if they DM today, Ross, that Thiago can only give you half an hour. Yeah. And you've got to start someone. He's got options. Again, I don't write James Milner off. James Milner started big games recently for Liverpool, again, very recently. Naby seems like the obvious one as well. There's an outside chance of Curtis Jones, but that's a big old call as well. So if you're Jürgen right now and you get the phone call off the medical staff, Thiago can only give you half an hour, you've got to pick a midfielder. Who would you pick? I'd probably pick a Naby, okay. to be honest. I, I, I've said this loads. Like, I think Liverpool's games are won and lost in midfield. I love the idea of a Fabinho, Thiago and Keita midfield in certain games. You're playing a low block side, he's going to sit there and put 10 men behind the ball. That's the perfect midfield for me because you don't need Jordan Henson doing his pressing and cutting out passes and everything else. When you're playing Real Madrid, who've got Cruz and Modric and Casemiro in their side, I think you have Fabinho, Henderson and one or two of Thiago and Keita because I think they're quite... I know Keita gets forward a bit more and drives more with the ball. Thiago sits a bit deeper than Fabinho sometimes and, and can spray the ball around. And then it's on then it's on Real Madrid to sit on Thiago and stop him doing what we need to stop Modric doing. So I think they're quite similar. But I just think there's, uh, the balance of midfield has to be perfect. I think it's a lot for Curtis Jones to expect him to start in the Champions League final and perform. The flip side on that, can I just come to you on the, on the stick with, is to throw back Dell's advocate. Naby Keita played against this midfield last season and got hooked before half-time. That, that you referenced that free ball in their trade again. It was a different Liverpool team, and again, exactly. was, he's got Kabach and he's got he's got Nat Phillips behind him, and he's, he's in the midfield with it's Genie though and Fab, Fabinho. It's not like you know it's not a dosser midfield, but he literally got if Thiago comes on a forty because he's getting hooked. He's been given the run around for them. So, but it, but I also think he's in, he's arguably in his best form or consistency yeah. in his Liverpool career 100%. over the past two or three months. So I think that's a completely different story as well. And obviously. Injuries, COVID, the team we were putting out. I don't think he was the only person that was terrible yeah. that night either, by the way. Yeah. I think, and probably similar to Aston Villa, he just happened to be the one that got hooked at half time. 
so he gets he gets the, the finger pointed at him. I think I trust him a lot more than I did do 12, 18 months ago. I think a lot, a lot most people do. If he's in good form, he's playing well. And, yeah, he's, he's training well. He deserves to start the game. Then go for it. And also, I don't want to... It would hurt me to start Thiago in this game for him to come off after 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I think the sensible cater plays, you know... I think Thiago's your sub to yeah. bring on. You, 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 and do you know what? <laughs> It can. He, he's a very good player defensively as well as attackingly. So even when he comes on, it doesn't necessarily mean we have to be chasing a lead. He can come on and break play up and and, and pivot next to Fabinho anyway. If, even if we we are one nil up. Yeah. So I I think it just makes too much sense to play Keita. Last season was a different year, different Liverpool team, different sick. I'm not. I, I find it hard to even compare. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I, unless, unless the medical team says fucking Thiago's 100%, fucking fill your boots. Yeah. Well, the fact they're, is, they're probably there's a chance he could train a, a bit of like training Thursday. He could do a full training session. But if he, time recording, he could do a full training session today and a full training session tomorrow, in which case he's, he's going to play. Yeah. He's absolutely. If you get through two training sessions without without a risk, he'll, you, he'll, he'll be playing. up in everything else. Injections yeah, yeah, in the Achilles yeah. and then, you know, inhalers yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you give him an, and then if you, if you do have to bring him off after an hour for Naby, then you, you deal with it. I, I tend to agree with that. If he, if, he tra- if he gets through the next two sessions unscathed because we don't even know if he's going to train today, he's, he said they're going to see how he reacts to the session yesterday. Yeah. So we'll find out how that one goes. But I'm with you. I think if he goes through the two, he starts with a, a few to maybe giving him Naby, yeah. a, Naby for half an hour or even Milner depending on the game situation. Um, the only other real talking, but I think I reckon the team picks itself, so I'm over than centre-back. Um, it's Canate or Matip. Does Canate's performance against Wolves stand against him here because he, he, he you know, Raul Jimenez did give him a run around a little bit yeah. and he's playing up, he's going to be up against a big physical striker again, a better one than Raul Jimenez in Karen Benzema. Does that give you any food for thought that maybe, because I've always thought he would go Ibu, but now I'm starting to think, oh, I wonder if he just, just goes back to the experience of John Matter been there, done and got the T-shirt. I think Jimenez is more physical than Benzema, though. I think the league, he's, he's a monster in the air. Like I, I don't just mean like off-crosses and stuff. He just in general plays brilliant. Really annoying that, wasn't it, on Sunday? Um, I, I've always leaned towards Matip just because I feel he plays the high line better. And I think with the threat of Vinicius, Benzema doesn't run through on goal. He, he picks up the ball off the cutback or the, the ball in the box, doesn't he? So I, I've always thought Matip, but... The pace thing, the recovery pace for to help Trent might 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 sort of swing it in Canate his way. That's what I was thinking. I think if, if it's if it's to do with the high line, Ross, he might go Canate because Trent isn't catching Vinicius. Ibu might not, but he might have a better chance at it. Than, I mean, Matip's got no chance. Like Matip has struggled to catch Benzema up at some point. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. If he's if they're worried about the high line. It, it, similar to the Man City thing where we were allowed to go high he might he might just want that pace of Ibu the flip side is lack of experience you know, Matip's played and won a Champions League final you don't know how nerves are going to affect a young star like Ibu so it is a tricky one there's pros and cons for both of them really yeah uh, I think I'd go for Joe Matip to be honest yep. I think he's you know banging the drum of how exceptional he's been this season I think he's been integral to our success the fact that he's been consistent I thought I was done with him in the summer because I thought oh, he's, he's injuries for two seasons I thought he's not going to recover Obviously, Virgil said when when Paul spoke to me yesterday, give, give him a new contract. Think think he's he's brilliant. I think he makes up for his lack of pace with his reading of the game and his positional play. And I just you know, to your point, that experience, the thing will will shine through. Canati will get plenty more chances, hopefully, to play in Champions League finals for Liverpool or start them. Sorry, you know, we might play a part in this. We we, we don't know, but I think I'd I'd, I'd edge Sean Matip. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And it's interesting because I'm looking at the live chat now on YouTube. Thanks everyone who's getting involved. So like we've got it's and it's split. So it's DM Metcalf says Canate and Van Dijk with Matip, with Matip on the bench for a great backup. Tiger again goes Matip's got the experience and he deserves the place to see. But then the, the other flip side is Canate to deal with Vinicius's pace. There, there are pros and cons. I think I think Jurgen will know his ten. It's it's whether Thiago's fit is the only option. I wonder does he know right now what he's, what he's going to do at centre half because he's going to have to look at Joe Matip or Ibu Kanate in the face and say one of you is on the bench. And I don't think he's not scared to do that. He's made big decisions before Sam, but like I say, that I think that gives you a clear indication of like I think if it's Ibu, it shows maybe he's a little bit more worried about Real Madrid. If he goes Matip, he's almost saying. Balls out where Liverpool, where are going to be us. That that's kind of how I see this. Is are you the same? Yeah. What what one of the things I'd say about this game as well is that you know when we come up against other teams. Sometimes you genuinely don't know what they're going to do. There's not a chance these lot revert to three at the back and play a three four three or a four four two. They're going four three three. We know what their team is, don't we? I think that helps. I think that probably helps Klopp as well with his um, preparation and picking the team because. If you pretty much know what you're up against, Valverde or, or, or Rodrigo, okay. But that doesn't affect that side of the pitch anyway. So he'll know probably once the recovery sessions were done after Wolves, you're right, Matip, you're right, Ibu. He'll have known from then who he was going to pick. I, I, I think picking Matip is almost, I say it's poor saying this, but like a reward for the season he's had. And he, he's built up to this stage. He played the last three matches or something like that. He's been really fit and ready. Scored goals. Scored goals <laughs> and... I just think when we've got the ball and, and the way he steps forward, the way he move, plays into the final third, I, I, I think he can be a threat on the ball as well as as well as well off it. Well, so I said that Canate's goal-scoring form in this competition, yeah, you know, from yeah. set-pieces, corners in particular, you know, he's, he's, he's a he's monster. monster. I don't think, I think the real answer is, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what it does. Yeah, yeah, it, no, no, of course, it, no, of course yeah, it does. No, but yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone will be disappointed. You can hardly start. I'm going to start taking off. Oh, no, no, I, I, I get you. Completely yeah. agree. I, I'd be completely comfortable with either of them. If it was me... I think I would go Matip too. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if he goes. No, no. I've got to do a start on the 11 prediction show later and I'm still, I'm, I, I know the 10, presuming Thiago's fit. Yeah. That 11th one, I, I, I still, I, I must admit I'm struggling. Um, 
You referenced before Rochelle Virgil van Dyke speaking to Paul. Paul and Sai were invited down to Liverpool's media day yesterday at the AXA training centre. Paul caught up with a ton of the current Liverpool players, all of whom will be featuring this weekend. Fingers crossed for every single one of them. Here's what Virgil van Dyke had to say to Paul yesterday. John Massive. What a, I mean, what a man. I mean, he's a one-man social media machine for a start because he's just incredible. Everything he does is, is absolutely brilliant. Is he... Where, where, where are you putting him in world football? Because as far as I'm concerned, I mean, with the greatest of respect, I don't see there's, any, I don't see there's much between the two of you. <laughs> Listen, he had a... I'm just very happy that he had a season where he didn't have injuries. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Obviously, he's been very unlucky with injuries. Um... But this season, you know, he's been outstanding. Obviously, um, he played games, he had rested. Ibu came on, uh, came in as well, did fantastic as well. Um, you know, he's, he's a fantastic guy. Um, I really, I really enjoy how he um, sees life in general, uh, because obviously you deal with each other day in, day out, and you see what he values in life. And I think it's it's a lot of things that people can learn, the players in this case can learn from him. Um, and he just, you know, he's a, on the pitch, fantastic player. Is his dribbling, but also his, his presence. Um, important for us, and um, hopefully he can stay here for the next ten years to come. I want him to sign a new deal, by the way. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it out there. But no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, it's uh, it's 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 a privilege also to play with him, and uh, I'm just happy for him that he's performing the way he's been performing. Yeah, so there you have it, the words of Virgil van Dijk about Joel Matip, his centre-back partner potentially for the Champions League final this weekend. If you want to check out that full interview, it's about 10 minutes or so with the world's best defender, as well as interviews with Sadio Mane and his potential chances of winning a Ballon d'Or. Got Jordan Henderson, Andy Robertson and Harvey Elliott as well. They're all streaming right now over on Red Men Plus, both in video and podcast forms. I listen to them all on my commute into work this morning. Uh, so I, that's why I know what was said in all of them. And uh, Virgil van Dijk, did you, did you, um, there's a world where your boss said the word bellend to Virgil <laughs> van Dijk. That's a sentence that we say in this job, Ross. We're quite lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but, but basically, spoiler on one of the clips, Sorry, Paul basically like, says like, none of your teammates are bellends, are they? And that's, I've never, I don't think Virgil's ever been asked that question before. No. He's, been, he's, heard, he's been there, done that and heard everything, but I don't think anyone's ever asked him if his teammates that's are bellends. That's why we're one of the good guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like to watch this, probably. I love the way you pointed at me and said bellends, but you said that as well, by the way. Just you didn't, a, realize, didn't realise it, did you? Just a force of habit, yeah. yeah. That's the second time you've done that today, mate. <laughs> yeah, do it every single day, yeah. So do go and check. Though. They are all streaming right now on Red Men Plus, as is the Carragher podcast and as is the European Cup stories with Phil Thompson as well. I spoke to Phil Thompson for about an hour or so about the last time Liverpool played Real Madrid in a final in um, 1981 in Paris. Phil Thompson there, you can see it there. Look at some amazing content there streaming right now for you on Red Men Plus. There's Michael Thomas about the FA Cup. You've got John Achterberg with the mural, the ragamuffin. You've got the story of the crew. absolutely tons there for you now for as little as what? A, a cup of coffee? It'll cost, that's what it'll cost you for a month uh, for subscription. Absolutely brilliant. Do go over and check it all out. I promise you, you won't recommend... Uh, sorry, you won't be disappointed by it. I can hugely recommend You will recommend it. it. You will recommend it. Yeah. You, won't, <laughs> you won't be disappointed by it. Right then... We've, we've kind of went through, if I'm going to read a team out, and if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Alisson, Robertson, Matip, Van Dijk, Alexander-Arnold, mm-hmm. Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago, Diaz, Mane, Salah. Is that Jürgen's 11, Sam? Yeah, has to be. 
as long as they're all fit, that's that's the team right there. Is there a Bobby Firmino argument to be made with having someone off your bench like a Diaz or well, it would be Diaz because Salah and playing. Like that's the flip side, isn't it? That Bobby has played well, Ross, when he started against Southampton. He's made two sub appearances recently and it's been dog awful in both of them. <laughs> like it feels like he looks like a lad who needs to start because if you do, if you do start Diaz, Mane, Salah, I suppose you're looking your bench options are then Jota and Bobby, and it's fair to say both of them are hit and miss at the minute. That's fair to say. Possibly, but I, give me a reason to not play Diaz, Mane, and, jo- and uh, Salah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm first, with you. First yeah. and foremost. Yeah. Uh, I think, and keep I, them on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's just been unfortunate timing. You know, obviously he's had a, he's been out for a, for a long spell, come back and had those frustrating substitute appearances. And obviously he did play well when he, when he started, but I think it's just too soon for him, too much pressure. I think it'd be, I think it'd be too much pressure on Jurgen Klopp. And I think you'd also piss off Sadio Mane if you say to him, sorry, you've been, you've been amazing. For the past six months, mate, you know, can't do a lot. Can't do a job on the left. We have either got to do on the left or you're on the bench. No, Sadio's playing. Yeah, exactly. he's, he's on the yeah, he's, he's on the pitch. pitch. <laughs> telling, telling Diaz, who spurred us on since January, that you're not starting this game. The, the, like the, if you're worried about Real Madrid, Sam, you probably played Robbie because you might want him to get in and around that midfield, go, go and stand on the toes of Casemiro. Mane's probably a bit better defensive. No, but I don't say that Diaz will get, Diaz puts a shift in to be fair to him. But again, if you're looking right, how do we go and attack that that defence that they've got, which has like goals in? Diaz, Mane, Salah just writes itself all day. It's whether you want Bobby to do that little bit of control and job in, in the first half where you think it might be tight. Can he get around Cruz a little bit? Can he get around Casemiro? So there's a balance to be had. Sadio will do that as well, but Bobby's probably the best at it. Yeah, he is. I think maybe if Bobby would have played another 90 minutes in a big game since, you know, since he's been back, if he'd have maybe... I don't know if he'd maybe played well on Sunday. He was shocking. He was on, terrible. He, he was. I mean, he gets an assist though. He does, For Robbo. But again, they're all different types of games. I mean, don't get me wrong. If Real Madrid are winning one 0 it will become Atletico Madrid. <laughs> They'll swap places with their with their um, city sakes. But um, I think I, I just think for me, Diaz. Like I've said all along, he's gonna he's gonna do something absolutely special this season. And I look at Real Madrid with attacking wingers who don't really want to be defending, Carvajal right back, you know, it's it's the sort of equivalent of having like an Aspilicueta right back experience, but if you get him on a big pitch, look at what he did to Chelsea in the League Cup final, look what he did to City in the in the FA Cup semi-final, that's the kind of performance I'm looking at from Diaz, Salah, pick, Salah has to play, there's just no two ways about it, and so does Mane, he's the, he's the form number nine in our league right now, as in number nine, last last ten games or so, so for me, it's just the ultimate sort of trident up front there. We spoke earlier about Sadio, about Mo Salah and what this game this game means to him, Ross. But like Paul asked, literally asked Sadio Mane, like there's a Ballon d'Or to be won if Sadio scores the winning goal in the European Cup final, having done what he did with Senegal twice, having won two cups already, domestic cups. Like he 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 might not surpass Benzema, but there's a very good chance he could. And if I'm Sadio Mane, I'm I'm licking my lips at the thought of it isn't Varane and Ramos this time. You know, it, it's Valverde and Militao. Sorry, it's Nacho and Militao. Good players, don't get me wrong. Good players, but again, reference it before. There's, there's been goals scored against both of them. Sadio, if he is number nine, which he probably will be, should be licking his lips. Yeah, well, you talk about narratives and stories as well. He scored in the you know four years ago in Kiev and we didn't, didn't win the game so you might feel a bit of, you know, a, a bit aggrieved he tried so hard to get his back of all the people as soon as as soon as Mo goes off in that final Sadio did pick the baton yeah. up and he and, really and, did and he's, and he's capable of doing it again in fact I think he's probably got a better argument than Mo Salah for all the reasons you just said if he scores a goal in this game he wins it yep. to forget in the Ballon d'Or no, nor, nor should that be overlooked either um, and maybe he's going slightly under the radar because it's the you know the revenge of Mo Salah and all this stuff 
I'm fine with any of it. Just play the game for Liverpool, which I'm sure they will do. You know, if they get the Ballon d'Or afterwards or they get more rewards or whatever afterwards, that's that's fine. Just do the job on the pitch for Liverpool first and foremost. Yeah, let's let's go back to midfield then. So we had a conversation earlier, but Fabinho hasn't played since he hobbled off at Villa Park. I was there, and when I saw him go down, I remember thinking, "That's he's going to be touching over the final." You, you just get that sense sometimes, like, and now it looks like he's going to play. He has trained. Um, again, if you check out the socials, there's a clip. Ross, even on TikTok, Ross made a nice a nice TikTok. What song was it? You put to it. Uh, was it I like to move it or something? No, it's a slide thing. <laughs> cha cha, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. You can see Fabiano doing the cha cha slide funny. over on our, on our TikTok account. Um, he was back in training, good news, but he hasn't played footy for a while, and now Sammy's got to go and play against, like, again, Ballon, former Ballon d'Or where Tony Cruz, who's been there, done that one episode, everything, Casemiro as well. It's, it's good to be dropped into that game isn't going to be easy for Fab. He's going to have to get a boot shot. I referenced the Villa game, he was bad in that. Before he went off, he was, he was. poor. He, he, he's had a couple of things because for the overall season he's been excellent but again that isn't just the easy to go not play for a couple of weeks bang on play Real Madrid well do you know what he looked really fatigued in that game he looked he has done at times this season looked tired in games like where because he's a big lad if you're a bit tired you can get skinned by those sort of little you know low low sense of gravity midfielders Real Madrid haven't got them Modric used to be one of them but now he's much more of a one touch caress the ball across the turf yeah I, I would back Fabinho to be able to do a job in this type of game on the transition, stopping it because he's not dealing with Bernardo Silva or you know your Ruben Neves and those type of players who can just skip past you at pace. So I think it's the type of challenge. And do you know what? The ten days or so he's had off. It's, it's not even been two weeks, has it? Well, it, I don't even think it's been two weeks, has it? It's been like oh no, it was yeah, just it literally two weeks, Tuesday, yeah, wasn't it? So it's just literally two weeks since he's been out. Like that might have done him good. All right, he's got a rehab, but he's probably needed that little break. Listen, when we won the last Champions League, we have four weeks off to think about not winning the Premier League. This time we've had a week, which is perfect in my opinion. Yeah. And for those players who've injured Thiago, obviously a few days and. Um, Fabinho's had what two weeks so yeah. I'm, I'm not worried at all and the rest of the squad as well to that point as well we played what two games a week like Saturday, Tuesday or Sunday, Wednesday for like a month now those players we sat around twiddling their thumbs and to, again to that point where we had three weeks off I think we played an in-house game against was it Benfica, Benfica? Yeah. there's no, no reason to say that we might not maybe not not with another team but we might do 11 v 11 in training today he'll need or, or, or tomorrow because he's going he's gonna to need that to get him up to, get him up to it'll, be eight, it'll be 18 days by the time since he hobbled off at Villa Park by the yeah. time the final kicks off similar kick off times obviously so yeah you are right that is maybe something to keep an eye on and can he do 90 can he do 120 because if he can't Hendo's got to do the whole whole game because he will be the number six. If, if if Fab can only do an hour or so, Ross, we don't know. No. Fingers crossed, he's a hundred percent. That means Hendo going back in. It probably means Milner coming on. Like the, it isn't like the ideal situation. So it, we really could do with Fab. Whoever you know, get the nails in him again for fuck's sake. Like whatever <laughs> it takes, make sure Fab can do one twenty. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe that maybe lends to a reason whether you just start you start Fabinho and maybe not Thiago. You don't want to find yourself in a situation. That's what I was yeah. about to say. You only get half yeah. an hour in and you're taking both of them off and then you're left with what Hendo Cater. James Milner, which isn't isn't ideal, possibly very capable of doing it against Real Madrid, but you want your best players at the best performance. And at some point they're going to bring Camavinga on. Sam, he's just dynamic. Yeah. he's ridiculous. He is he's he's everything Paul Pogba should have been. Like that's what he reminds me. He is unbelievable. Him again. There's got to be a plan for that. You're not only planning for and especially with the five subs as well. There's probably got to be a plan because at some point he'll take Cruz or Modric off. He'll bring Camavinga on. It might be Valverde who comes on as well. He's done this in the City game. He ends up with all the young lads on the pitch. He takes off yeah. the old guy and, it's, and it's, it's the new guy who were trying to win the game for him. I think he brings Asensio on, doesn't he, at some point. He takes Benzema yeah. off at one point as well. So Towards the end, yeah. It, it, 
that's that's another thing to worry about. We know for a fact at some point Camavinga will be on the pitch and he, he's, a, he's another huge threat. It might be that when they make their sub, you almost react by making yours. Fucking hell, here's Camavinga right now, be on Milner, just go and fucking run round after him yeah. for half an hour. And, and, and I think we can also change our shape. We talked before about the way Thiago slots in with Fabinho. If Thiago was to come on, then maybe we just slightly go to a, you know, that, that sort of system where we have with two or a little two bit or deeper. One. Yeah, not quite four, two, three, one, but I know exactly what you mean. Maybe that's just what we do. To be honest, we just need to play our game. We need to be on the front foot. We need to pressure them. We need to be clinical. That's the key thing. In a final, if you're clinical, you win games of footy. It was weird because in the semis, Benzema kept missing chances in the first half against City. Yeah. And you were like, oh, it's not their day. And then obviously someone else saves the day. So we've just got to be clinical and be professional. Absolutely. Fingers crossed we can be that right then. Discord chat. We've got a, chat, a message from Danny who says, if it's Thiago, then he'll control our game. But Naby is still a good option if he can't play. Yeah, I think we'd all tend to agree with that one as well. And Andy says, Camavingas look good when he's played. He is very solid and energetic. And yeah, he can't. He, I think we'd all go along with that as well. He looks like another superstar. Um, Sure, Maney might be joining them there by all accounts as well. If you want to hear more about that situation, um, I've got Neil Jones in later on JNO Insights again on Redman Plus. We'll ask him. We should strike a deal. Whoever wins the game gets him. Like a, rest, <laughs> like, like a ladder match in wrestling. Yeah, like, uh, put the belt up. Win against, against the cup <laughs> and and Shumaney sure presents the trophy. Yeah. That we signs his contract there and then yeah. as well. Like, uh, that, that wouldn't they go and miss it? Absolutely perfect. Fingers crossed they told you guess that win then. Um, right then, lads. Before we go, have a little think what your score prediction is going to be. I'm going to come back to you. I'll give you, I'm gonna, I'll give you a little tea up there. Yep. Have a little think what, what you think the score prediction is going to be. In the meantime, we saw before about uh, those clips with the, a quick chat with all the Liverpool players. We've also got Jürgen Klopp's press conference and Sadio. Sorry, it was Mo Salah and Jordan Henderson. They are streaming right now on our YouTube channel completely free. Also on our podcast as well, the Redmen TV podcast. If you look for that in your native podcast app, Sign up to it and you'll get those well. Again, completely free. Access to Jürgen's conference and Mo's conference and Jordan's conference. And there was plenty of good lines, including Mo Salah saying he's going to stay at Liverpool next season, which, again, absolutely buzzing with that one. They are free. Every single one of them on the YouTube channel and on the podcasts as well. Whatever podcast you use. I use Apple, for example, and I can promise you it works. Because, again, I listened to them today. I promise you it absolutely works. Um, How long is your drive to work? Listen to a lot of content. I did two school runs and a drive to school today. Okay. Because it was raining. You okay, Spoiler, I usually take both the kids at the same time, but one has to walk to do the one school mm. with me because it was raining. I didn't really want her having to walk around, so it was back and forth, back and forth. So I listened to... I did like an hour or so's driving and I listened to pretty much all of them. Um, I'm halfway through the Salad and Manny one, spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't Manny, it was Salad and Henderson rather, yeah. Um... But yeah, like I was saying before, we have got you covered here on Redmen TV and Redmen Plus for Paris Week. I mentioned before the Thompson and the Carragher stuff, that's already out now. We've also done a debate show special all about the Champions League final. They are all streaming on Redmen Plus. We'll have the opposition preview later as well. We've got Neil Jones coming in later as well. Absolutely tons happening on Plus on the YouTube channel. Obviously, hopefully you've enjoyed the build-up show. We've got the Start and 11 prediction show. For the game itself, we'll have... The Team News Reaction Show, me and Ross will be here for that one and for the live watch-along of the game as well. Also, post-game content. We'll have your player ratings and the fan reaction show. Furthermore, from France, Paul and Chris have got you covered. They'll be doing shows all throughout the next three, three or four days, so yeah, keep an eye on them. And then post-game, of course, me and Ross will do the instant match reaction on Red Men Plus. Hopefully, 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 talking about how Liverpool won their seventh European Cup. That would be mighty splendid indeed. For that to happen, Liverpool need to win the game, Ross. What is your prediction for this weekend? 1-0, Trent free kick. Normal time? Yeah. 
I like it. I love it. All the- penalties. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'm, take it. Not so much. <laughs> I, I'm going to go the opposite. I think it's going to be a mad one for once. I think the Reds go three and it up. I think Madrid. Else, I think I think Madrid do what they've done and come back, but they don't quite get the job done this time. Three two. Similar to the semi final against Man basically, City. Basically, and what they've done along, I just think it'll be ninety minutes too short for them. I think we go two and up, three and up, and then bang bang, and it's like here we go again. But we we Who's get your goal the job scorer. Done. For us, I, I think Diaz, I think Diaz and Mane both score, and I think there'll be someone random like Cater or Van Dijk off a corner. Canate, I, 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 I think Diaz steals the show. Me, Joel, Joel, as as Andy I, Robbo reminiscent yeah. of Alan Kennedy back <laughs> yeah. in nineteen eighty one. Yeah, um, my prediction is Liverpool to win two one after extra time Oof. with Mo Salah scoring the winner. Nice. Yeah. No more asking the crowd what score it is this time. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> don't need to, you don't need, no one needs to know. What the, you'll yeah, know the score, Mo. You'll yeah. know the score. But yeah, that's what I'm going for as well. A couple of your comments then. So we've got Gargoyle. Nice name. 2 1 or 3 2 to Liverpool. Yeah, you're expecting a big one. So it's Jason. 3 2. He's like you, Sam. He says there's guaranteed goals in this game as well. I, I think Pajak's the same as you. Pajak think it's going to be mental. Yeah. I think both teams are going to be tired. And I think it's going to be cagey. So that's why I, I'm going for the Yeah, answer. I would say that. But I think when you get to a final. Every player will be just cautious of, of not making a mistake or do, I don't think there is... Um, gung-ho maybe about it? Yeah, maybe not gung-ho, yeah, just maybe a bit more adventurous with the, with the, with the play. You, you, you don't want to be that player that makes a mistake. No, you're absolutely right. A couple more then. So, Zabia's gone for 3-1. Natalie's gone for 3-2 after extra time. That's some European Cup final, that. And PL's gone for 2-0 with Diaz and Mane with Jay. Copying you, going for 1-0 for the Reds as well. Thank you, everyone, for getting involved in the show as well. Thank you for getting involved in Red Men TV all season. This is the last match build-up show of the campaign. It's been an app Absolute pleasure having you with us for the entire journey. We've literally built up every single game that could have been played. 63. We, Liverpool have managed to play them. So there you go. You've had 63 uncensored match build-up shows. Hopefully you've enjoyed each and every single one of them. If you have, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please do drop a like on the video. It really does help us out. And like I say, if you want even more content, do check out Red Men Plus again. Carragher, Thompson, tons, tons more. I promise you won't regret it, Sam. Enjoy your trip to France. Thank you, mate. Ross, enjoy your trip to Hunts Cross. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening or watching. Let's go and win a seventh European Cup. Come on, the Reds. See you in a bit. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.